What's the hottest topic right now out in the online business space? If you said ChatGPT or another AI program, you are correct. It's what everyone is talking about. We're kicking off our time-saving tools series with 10 ethical ways you can use ChatGPT to make the most of your time. Curious? Keep listening. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. It's not very often that something dominates the conversation the way ChatGPT has the last few months. Since it came out late last year, everywhere you turn, people are talking about the AI-powered chatbot that generates human-like responses to written inputs. Opinions are strong. People either love the idea or hate it. Much has been written and said about the pros and cons of ChatGPT, and after studying all of that, I've come to the conclusion that for me, it's a tool that can be used responsibly and ethically to speed up the process of creating content. I'll link some articles in the show notes so you can make your own determination. In this episode, I'm going to share four ways that I'm using ChatGPT, and I'm going to use a recent podcast episode to illustrate that. Episode 99 was about how to create good habits, and it's based off some training I did inside my group program a few years ago. It's good content, but I wanted to freshen it up and add a little bit to it. So let's break down how I use ChatGPT to do that. Number one, ChatGPT can be used as a research tool. The program is conversational. You ask it a question or make a request just like you would ask a person and it responds. So I asked, give me five bullet points about how to create good habits with biblical references. And it did exactly that. It gave me five strong, well-written bullet points and a Bible verse to go with each one. I took the idea of one or two of the bullets and worked them into my Good Habits episode. Now, if I had Googled the same basic question, Google would have given me pages and pages of links to articles about creating good habits, leaving me to sift through it all to find something useful. ChatGPT did the sifting for me. You do have to be careful about using ChatGPT for research because it doesn't quote its sources unless you ask, and it will state things that are opinions with so much authority that you think it's a fact, especially when you're dealing with cultural or political type topics. But in this case, my request was straightforward, and I used the results to get me started in creating my additional content. I didn't just copy and paste it into my episode script. Number two, ChatGPT can modify the tone of your writing. 
This is a big one for me. After decades of writing documents for my work as an engineer and project manager, my natural writing tone is very straightforward and professional. It's different than my speaking or coaching voice and not really what I want for my podcasts, blogs, and other writing related to my coaching work. So writing my podcast and social media takes me forever. As I'm writing, I'm constantly going back and forth editing to make it softer and more relational. After finishing the rough draft of my Good Habits podcast episode, I copied and pasted the text in the chat GPT and asked it to make it more feminine and friendly. Again, that's exactly what it did. With just a few tweaks in phrasing and wording, it sounded much better and not so stuffy. You may have the opposite problem. Maybe you're used to writing for moms and other women in the faith-based community, but now you have to give a presentation to a professional organization. It's still your voice, but ChatGPT helps you change the tone to be more appropriate for your audience. Number three, ChatGPT can help you repurpose your content. Once the podcast episode was complete, I needed social media posts to go along with it. Still in the same chat GPT conversation, I asked for three social media posts based off the episode. It returned three short promo posts, including hashtags. I wanted something more informational than promotional, so I asked how to create an infographic from the episode. It returned an outline of the episode's key points and included suggestions for graphics. That was too long. So I asked how to turn that into an Instagram carousel post. And bingo, just like Goldilocks, it came back just right. Not too long, not too short, with the text for each slide of the carousel and more suggestions for graphics. This time, I did use the suggested content word for word because it was drawing from my own finished product and sounded like me. I'll put a link to that carousel post in the show notes so you can see what it came up with. Number four, ChatGPT helps you get off the blank page. You've probably heard me say that writing my email newsletter is one of my favorite things I do every week. But just for fun, I let ChatGPT give it a go. I asked, write a 500-word email newsletter for my Christian content creator subscribers based on the podcast episode. It returned something that didn't really fit the style of my newsletter, but there were some bits and pieces I could use, so I wasn't starting from scratch. If the blank screen and blinking cursor are big barriers keeping you from making progress, ChatGPT can help you get started until your creative juices get flowing. So there you go. Four ethical ways ChatGPT can help you as a Christian content creator. To help you research, to modify the tone of your writing, to repurpose your content and create social media, and to help you get off the blank page. Let me close with a couple of tips for using ChatGPT. First, remember that the chatbot is not really writing original content. It's aggregating existing content from the internet, and what it comes up with can be fairly generic composites of the available information. Think about it like those composite drawings of bad guys in a police drama. The victim describes the criminal with a certain kind of hair and particular shape of nose and the width of his brow and the distance between his eyes. Then the artist develops a picture that generally resembles the person they're looking for. 
ChatGPT is like that. You ask for certain information in a particular style, and it grabs the best of what the internet has to offer to create a composite that generically resembles what you asked for. But it's lacking your heart, your stories, your you to make it special. Also, it works better when you make small incremental requests. It learns and remembers previous parts of your conversation and keeps everything in context. The more broad and general the question, the more broad and general the answer. And I can't stress this enough. Be sure that you don't just use something out of chat GPT word for word. I actually heard from a friend recently who saw a post that had been generated by chat GPT. It was on a topic that she writes about, and she was actually able to see in the post a paragraph that was almost word for word from one of her writings. So you have to be very careful that you don't unintentionally plagiarize someone by taking the chat GPT output word for word. Now, for your one simple action step, go to chat.openai.com and give it a try. I'll put that link in the show notes. Let me know what you think and how it works for you. This is just the beginning of our time-saving tools series. Over the next few episodes, I'll share some of my favorite ways that Canva, Trello, and Gmail streamline things for me so I can spend more of my time on the work I really love. Be sure to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you listen so you don't miss a thing. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.